Breaking news out front getting new glimpses of what's happening in Libya tonight following the catastrophic flooding. The death toll there soaring, now estimated to be anywhere between 6,000 to as many as 11,000 people dead. But the sheer amount of devastation is leading to an unclear number of deaths. They're unable to really even figure it out right now. They're right now frantically digging for the more than 10,000 people still missing. Most of them are now presumed dead. At this hour, there's a severe shortage of water and fuel in the city. Only one health care facility is even operational. There aren't even enough doctors there. Libyan officials telling CNN bodies are still washing up on the shores of Derna. I want to go straight to Jamana Karadcho. She is in the flood zone uh, inside Derna in Libya. And of course, Jamana, the only U.S. TV network there. You are there witnessing this yourself. Uh, what, what are you seeing tonight? You know, Aaron, it was so difficult for us to try and get here to eastern Libya. This is a part of the country that is controlled by a government that's not recognized by most of the international community. So it is very difficult to get access to the country. It took us days to get here. And once we arrived, getting from Benghazi to Derna, a drive that would usually take about three hours. It took us more than seven hours to get here because there are so many roads and bridges, the infrastructure around Derna that had been impacted and destroyed uh, by the flooding. And you can imagine what kind of impact this is having on the desperately needed aid deliveries uh, into the city. And, you know, for the first few days after the disaster struck, we and the rest of the world were really relying on the little social media video that was trickling out of here, the official statements that were coming to understand what had happened. But getting here and seeing it, it is just shocking and heartbreaking. It's a scene of utter devastation here. Everywhere you turn, it's apocalyptic scenes here. It resembles a war zone. Many cities across the Libyan coast were impacted by that storm, but what happened in Derna was so different. This catastrophe, as people describe it here, was of course caused by those two dams that burst, unleashed all that water, the floods that swept through the city and destroyed pretty much everything in its path washing out entire neighborhoods, entire buildings, infrastructure, families that ended up in the sea. And you speak to people here, survivors, who describe a night of horror that they went through. All this destruction, all this human loss, the thousands of lives that were lost, the more than 10,000 people who are unaccounted for right now, they say this all happened within the span of about 90 minutes. We've spoken to some survivors describing how they had to uh, race to save their lives, their children grabbing what they can, their children and running and trying to escape the rising waters that just kept on rising three story high. Uh, we heard that the waves uh, were up to about 22 feet. And those who survived it are just traumatized. You speak to people right now who are barely able to comprehend what happened to them, what happened to their city. People are in shock. And Libyans tell you they have seen everything. They have dealt with war. They've seen death. They have dealt with loss before. But nothing prepared them for this. And right now, from what we have seen, they don't have the capabilities 
to deal with a disaster on this scale. There are some search and rescue teams that have come in from different countries, but they say that this is nowhere near enough. They need more. We have seen so many volunteers here in this bitterly divided country, a country where city fought city. East has been fighting West for more than a decade now. We have seen people from all across the country who have poured into Dedna, who have poured into the East to try and support the people, to help volunteers, search and rescue, uh, trying to uh, help retrieve the dead bodies. In the words of one woman we spoke to earlier saying, this catastrophe has united the people of Libya, and it seems like it has, at least for now. And Aaron, as we were walking around, you're constantly bumping into people with just tragic stories, one after the other. People are just walking around traumatized, trying to pick up the pieces of what's left of their lives. You know, we spoke to a number of people who told us what they had gone through. Uh, a man uh, we met who was walking with his children, his arm, his leg bandaged, and he was so thankful that he and his children are safe and alive. And then he tells us that his father drowned in that same house. And it is story after story like this. It is just unimaginable what people in this city have gone through. And we really still don't know the real extent of the human loss here, how many people have really been killed. No one really knows, and we might not know for days, weeks, or months. Jamana, thank you very much uh, for being there so that that we all know. Thank you.